This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. It is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Two more days in the El Batory, and then we're off for the rest of the year. Go, baby. Fired up. We'll, a week from now, we will be, um, well, we'll probably still be sleeping in Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Which will be amazing. Um, again, I say, hey, if you don't follow us on Instagram, what the hell wrong with you, man? You should. All you have to do is get me and me alone to 1,000 subscribers or followers on Instagram. Nothing? I'm not. No, I'm not playing your games today. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is the first picture that comes up on my Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy. I'm at 960. I just need 40 more followers on 969. Instagram. 969. What are you at? Not enough. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Follow Jake, SLC Supercars. When we, I want to give this away tomorrow on the show. What? This Xbox. Okay. So get one of us or both of us or just Jake or me. You know, call the friends, call the family. Get us to 1,000 and we will give away. And I feel like we're just crawling. Yeah. Get me to 1,000 followers on Instagram. The gram. The gram. You know. And we will be Xbox giving away MFers on this show. If you guys ever want to kick it, we'll flow. You know, you know we can play the Xbox together. Like, I could kick your ass in whatever game you want to play. It'd be great. So, by the way, are we taking the uh, Nintendo Switch to Tahoe? Yeah, we have to. See, well, I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but at some point in today's show, we have to talk about optimizing the Switch experience. You know, we have to talk about how to make it actually, like, fun. Because I love that thing. Yeah. It's a great little device, but it just needs a little... Needs a little help. You got to get a couple of little accoutrements, and then it's really fun. So I'm sorry. Did you say coochie? Yeah, coochie. A right. coo- you got to yeah. get a little coochie. Yeah, a little to coochie. make it okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't realize that Nintendo did that, man. Yeah. Um, Greg Hawkins, sup, fellas? He says Instagram's legitimately difficult to get followers on. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I have got good. I feel like my TikTok game's pretty good. I got into Creator Studio on TikTok yesterday, which doesn't mean anything until I get 10,000 followers on TikTok. The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty <laughs> Show. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Instagram's tough to get. And you're an international TV stud, Greg Hawkins. You superstar. Yeah. And he's a model. Like, we follow each other on Instagram now, so we're close friends. Well, I'm obviously better looking. I mean, let's not confuse that. Okay. Uh, Snooka says, good morning, compadres. What's up, Snooka? What's up, buddy? Uh, the Blind Swordsman says, morning, dudes. I don't know how to feel about Danny Ainge. Legend, legends say he would trade his mama for a nickel if he could. Well, I don't think Rudy Gobert's his mama. Shout but, to Mobamba. Yeah, okay, that's probably too much. But let's get into it. Let's talk about Danny Ainge, the new CEO, basketball god of the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz, hired Danny Ainge to be his CEO and run basketball operations, which essentially means win me a championship, is what he hired Danny Ainge to do. And I, I think we've been talking about this since the summer, um, that that Danny just needed some time um, away from the game. He needed to be around his family a little more, which you understand because being an NBA GM, president, CEO, is a real grind. It is not an easy way to live your life. 
but he was clearly ready to go, and he and Ryan Smith have a longstanding relationship. And, Jake, I feel like this is a home run, and I can now see a way that the Jazz will win a championship. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, number one, it's a it's a clear message sent to the fan base that the Jazz front office is not going to stand pat, number one. I think, number two, because it's Danny Ainge and not just some other – you know, random hiring. Danny Ainge's name, I think, carries a lot of weight because of what he did in Boston. And I think that that Danny Ainge, um, you know, has a clear ability to make logical uh, decisions on players. And what I mean by that is let's take all the emotion out of it. Let's take out, hey, whether I like this guy or not, and let's look at what the production is on the floor. And and based on the production and, and the effect that player has on the floor, we're going to make decisions about what we want to do with that player or not do. And, and that, to me, is the greatest strength that Danny Ainge has. And I think when we talk so often about, well, who can the Jazz trade for? What does this look like? Or what does that look like? Well, now that, that whole conversation has been flipped on its head because I think Danny Ainge's creativity and willingness to make the tough decision, uh, you can't put a price on that. You can't measure that. You, you, you know, there's no way for us to know, you know, what really is he willing to do? I mean, you if you think about it, what does it take to make a really good trade deadline? What does it take to build a really good roster? Well, you got to have ownership behind you 100%, which Danny Ainge obviously does. You got to be willing to spend the money, which Ryan Smith obviously is. Uh, so I think they have all the tools and all the, you know, they have the recipe to build a championship contender now. You know, you have the tools to get the car running, if you will. So that's why I think this is this is not only a big move because it, it kind of, you know, puts the Jazz on the radar again in the news cycle and in the Western Conference and everything. But secondly, I think it sends a message to the league that the Jazz aren't playing around. And the Jazz want to win a championship. And, and that, to me, more than anything else that happened in the game last night or anything that's happened this season, if you're a Jazz fan, that's what you should be excited about. Yeah, and I, I think the one thing that I really take away from hiring Danny Ainge is that this isn't what the Jazz have always done. Well, mainly because Ryan Smith owns the team and he's not going to do what they've always done. Yeah. And Ryan Smith continues to remake this organization in, in his vision. And I think he's done a lot of very good things. Um, I think bringing in Dwayne Wade, I think making Justin Zanuck the general manager, firing Dennis Lindsay, um, changing the way that this organization is run because you had to. The Jazz haven't won a championship because they've consistently made poor basketball decisions in the modern era. Now, if you want to go back to, you know, Carl and John, like that to me is a totally different time. But when I look at the modern era, you know, post-LHM, if you will, you've consistently made bad basketball decisions. And I think what you've done now is you brought in a guy in Danny Ainge who has held one of the most esteemed positions with one of the most esteemed franchises, the Boston Celtics, in all of sports, and he's taken them to the pinnacle of the NBA. And that's exactly what the expectation now has to be for the Utah Jazz. Danny Ainge is your CEO. We're going to win a ring. Right. But the other thing that I think you have to understand is big changes are coming to this roster and you have to be okay with that. And Jake, I don't know what that necessarily looks like. I, I certainly would believe that he wouldn't trade, you know, Donovan Mitchell, but if you trade anybody else, I'll be jumping up and down in celebration. Because I don't believe that there's another guy on this roster that Danny Ainge should be loyal to. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, if if 
they didn't hire Danny Ainge for him to sit on his hands, right? <laughs> like you hired Danny Ainge not only because him and and Ryan are close, but but also because of his acumen and <clears throat> getting things done. Excuse me. And I think that if you look at his time in Boston, he was never too loyal to one player. He was never <clears throat> um, over the top uh, loyal to anybody. And I think that's what the that's what has been the issue. We all want to sit here and say. Oh man, it's Joe Ingles. It's it's Boyan Bogdanovich. How can we move these guys? You know, Royce O'Neal is our best defender, which is a total crock of crap, right? Like we all want to talk about these players as if you know they're these great guys, and it's like it does not matter if if in any individual player is a great player or a crappy player. <clears throat> what matters is what product can the starting five on the floor put out. That's what matters, and right now. It is not championship material. I don't want to see on Twitter about how, hey, well, last night we beat the Clippers. We got our revenge. Everything is great. I'm sorry, but that's not what last night was. Last night was a random December game uh, in which Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were not playing. You should have handled them, as we said yesterday, and you did handle them. You handled your business last night, right? So my point in all of this is just that when you're looking at this hire, this, this is a clear sign of, hey, whether it is this trade deadline or the next three years, our mission is to win a championship. And I'm telling you, Danny Angel stop at nothing to build a roster that can compete in the modern era of basketball at the top of the Western Conference. So I just think it's if you're a Jazz fan, you couldn't have asked for much better. If you're upset today as a Jazz fan, I don't really know what you're upset about. This today feels like one of those days where you should be thrilled. Yeah, you should be thrilled. And – you know, we talk so much about, well, this is what they're doing wrong on the floor, or I have to believe now that the basketball operations side of things for the Jazz is set, because now you need to turn your attention to revenue making. You need to launch this rebrand. You need to launch new uniforms. You need to launch a channel. You need to launch a streaming deal. You need to do the things that teams like the Lakers and Knicks do. Right, You need to operate as a major market franchise so that you can win and compete with major market franchises. Because right now you're not. And when we talk about, you know, we have talked so much about Rudy Gobert's contract, yeah. that contract would mean far less financially to this organization. Paying the luxury tax would mean far less if you had a better TV deal, if you had a streaming deal, if you launched new uniforms and mm-hmm. rebrand your organization. Right, it, All of these things matter. And I think when you win, you bring in more corporate sponsorship dollars. You sell more suites. You do all of the things that need to be done to make the most money possible so that you can win at the highest level. That's what's next now for the Jazz. A TV deal, a streaming deal, and a rebrand. Yeah, A full uniform rebrand is what's next, right? That's what's got to happen. But for all of that to be meaningful and effective, Danny Ainge has to win a championship for this team. Agreed. I just think 100% and, agree. And listen, I know that's very difficult to do, and I know not every organization does it. But I mean, Danny's made a lot of moves in his career. And have they all worked out? They haven't. They have not. But he he's a guy that's not scared to go out and fail. Yeah. And I love that so much about, you know, operating at the top of professional sports, at the top of any major organization, be willing to fail. Yeah, because when you're willing to fail, you're going to succeed at a really high level. And I think the Jazz have been so worried about, well, what will the fan base think? I think with all due respect to Jazz fans, 
when you're trading guys or when you're signing guys or when you're changing uniforms, you can't be about, well, we're going to do this for the fans. I mean, you're going to say that you're doing this to win so that you can, you know, win a championship, make more money, you know, earn more respect, earn more cred, be a destination. Yeah. The, you know, you just have to go out and be willing to anger and unsettle people. Yeah. Because once you do that, I think that's where the I think that really is where the hardest success is. Yeah. You have to stop caring about, you know, what the rest of the league is going to think or what, you know, uh, what the fan base will think when, you know, again, at some point, Joe Ingles is on the move at some point. Like, I think Bogdanovich is going to be the first guy they move. I think he's got the most trade value. I think he's proven he can be a 20 to 25 point a night guy on pretty much any team in the league, provided he's getting the looks, because that's really the only thing that keeps him from getting to that point every night on this Jazz team. Uh, so to me, Boyan Bogdanovich is the guy that I'm looking at, and I'm like, all right, if I'm Danny Ainge and I'm looking at this roster, that's the first guy I'm trying to move because that's the guy I can get a lot of value back and I can kind of change the dynamic on the floor with. So so to me, I just, I guess at, for me, I just want, I would rather have a guy who who will take a shot knowing there's some risk in it, but he'll take that shot in hopes that it will work out wonderfully. Because if it does, he's a hero. And if it doesn't, all right, we're on to the next move, you know? And that's what I feel like you you have in Danny Ainge. I feel like so long with the Millers, it was a very conservative approach, and you weren't willing to go out and do what you had to do. So I just think this is a great day. I honestly do. I think it's a great day, both on the floor, in the front office. Everything's chilling for the Jazz. Who's the first player you would trade? Boyan Bogdanovich, 100%. Boyan Bogdanovich. Wow. Okay. I think he's got the most trade value. I think I think you can you can sell him in a deal uh, at the highest rate, meaning that like you can justify him at, like the heaviest versus other players. Because again, I, I mean, on, I mean, unless Danny Ainge works some wizardry on Rudy's contract, let's say, okay, you know. Because that's the guy I'd be looking to move. Well, yeah, but I don't think that, that you're going to be able to get that done. Un unless, I mean, the only way you'd be able to get that done would be like in a three-teamer, and you would have to you would have to help somebody else financially, you know? I think I would wait till the summer. This is what this is how I would operate if I were Danny Ainge. Yeah. I would, I would try to trade Joe Royce or Bogey at the trade deadline. One or all three. I would try to get a... a, a a really dynamic wing player in here. Yeah. I would sell out and do everything I had to do with the, the assets that I currently have. Yeah. I am no longer giving up anything in the future. I'm not taking on more salary or luxury tax. I am willing to take the pieces I have right now and make a deal to get a dynamic wing player. If I am not able to do that, I'm totally blowing this roster up in the summer. Yeah. I am getting our financial house in order and I am essentially going to sell my my organization on we're going to have a year that's going to be challenging in 2022 20 23 but we're doing that to win three rings in five years we're doing that to set ourselves up for the future that's how i would be operating i think there is without question no doubt in my mind that you have to move Rudy Gobert to win a championship. There is no question. I think the money's too much, and I think if you look at teams that have won a championship in recent times, whether that be even Milwaukee, even Phoenix, look at the best teams in the NBA over the last several years. Yeah. Obviously the Lakers. 
Obviously Phoenix. Obviously the Jazz. Obviously the Nets. The Bucks. The Warriors. The Warriors coming back now. What's different about the Jazz than those teams? Those teams are good defensive teams that are lead offensively, that can score at a very high level, no matter who they're going against. And the Jazz are not that team. The Jazz are not that team. I, I am a big believer that you have to shoot threes in this league to win. The Jazz only shoot threes to win. That's it. They don't play mid-range basketball on a regular basis. Um, I think the three ball becomes problematic for them. And I think Rudy Gobert, I'm at a point with Rudy Gobert where if we're, and we're solely focused on winning a championship. So let's get this right. Let's not have something where, oh, you said he sucks. Rudy Gobert does not suck. He's an elite defensive player. But I'm talking about building a team, 12 guys that I can play eight to 10 of those on a nightly basis and win a championship. Yeah. Rudy Gobert can't be one of those 12 guys, in my opinion, because of his current offense. The shooting an air ball on a layup last night is that that just can't happen. Yeah. And it's because he's so limited offensively. So he would be my main, I'd be looking to, to remove that contract. He's the main challenge in the, in the money. Yeah. But right now, immediately, I think the first thing that I would do is if I'm Danny Ainge, and I'm sure this has happened already, I would sit down on a flight. I'd get on a flight where I had a long, exclusive time with, with Quinn Snyder. And I would, I would be like, all right, Hey, here's who I am. This is what I see. What are you doing? And I would start making a decision on Quinn Snyder that will be executed this summer. Yeah. Cause you're not making any significant changes to any way that you're doing basketball right now. You're not, but in my mind, Quinn Snyder's got, you know, what, six, seven months to, to show me he can be the guy that's the head coach of this team to win a championship. Right. Because this thing with Jared Butler not playing young guys, that can't continue. That just can't. Not this year if you're going to win. Next year, now the script is different. The The whiteboard's blank going forward. This year right now, you need these young guys to produce, and they're not. I think that's a huge deal. Yeah. I think the only reason Danny Ainge took this job is because he's got full control. Yeah. So if I'm Danny Ainge – I am I am trying to win every single game that I can win this year with what I have in-house right now. Mm-hmm. And if I can move Bogey, Joe, or Royce, or all three of them, I'm going to do that. I am not going to trade Rudy right now. I am not going to trade Donovan right now. Um, and I'm probably not trading Mike Conley right now. Jordan Clarkson? I could take it or leave it with Jordan Clarkson. He's so hot and cold. Yeah. The turnovers, the – he's a black hole. The guy does not pass the ball enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, Jordan Clarkson li- – listen, and, and this is, I think, where Jazz fans will struggle with this conversation. Jordan Clarkson is a guy. He's not the guy. He's not a special guy. Yeah. Just because he won the sixth man of the year doesn't mean he should be a Jazz man for life. Right? Because at what point do you sell out as a Jazz fan 100% to win a championship? At what point do you say, Jake, Yeah, I'm only doing what needs to be done to win a championship? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know what that time is for Jazz fans because I think the Jazz fans want to be nice. And, and, I'm, and I mean this respectfully. I think, you know, you have to – you can't be loyal 
you can't be, you know, nice. No, you can't. Like, that doesn't win in sports. Like, what wins is numbers and and consistent production. And, and I think that, you know, everybody can go to the stat sheet and say these guys are doing X, Y, and Z. But the fact is, is when this team's at 100%, they're not better than the top three teams in the West. They're just not. And that's why they lost last year. And, and I know that sucks, but... But that's why. And everyone's going to say, oh, well, Mike was out and Don was hurt and blah, blah, blah. Well, I got news for you. Just like he was saying, you need 8 to 10 guys to win a championship. You didn't have 8 to 10 guys last year. And that's why you lost. Yeah. You know, and and, and that, and I'm, and I, and I wish, I wish it wasn't so taboo in Jazz Nation to say, yeah, we just weren't good enough last year. I don't know why it's so taboo. I, I don't think, like, I personally don't believe that it's like disrespectful or, hating to say, like, yep, last year we just were short. But look at what happened when we talked about Dennis Lindsay leaving the team. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is a beloved member. In- no, he's not. No, he's not. Dennis Lindsay's not some all-time iconic figure in this franchise. He is a very, very divisive. He should be a divisive figure. He should be a guy that you wholeheartedly disagreed with because Dennis Lindsay put you in a spot that's gotten you only so far, and you are standing against a brick wall right now. Yeah. And, you know, this is this goes back to the Clipper game last night. Uh-huh. On Twitter, there's Clipper fans, yeah, we got our revenge on the Clippers. What? You did? Without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. In December. In a regular season game. It's No, no you didn't. And this is the hard part, and this is part of the BYU conversation we've had so often. Do you really want to win a championship? Are you as a Utah Jazz fan? And this is the question that you have to ask yourself and answer. Are you truly willing to do what it takes to win a championship? Are you as a BYU fan? Because obviously with 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 Ryan and Danny Ainge, BYU runs very closely to this organization now. As a BYU fan, are you willing to curb stomp somebody? Are you willing to drop 60 because you can on Georgia Southern. Not right now, you're not. I don't think I think the answer is no. Are you willing to trade? Are you willing to trade Rudy Gobert if it wins you a championship? If you knew that if you traded Rudy, Joe, Bogey, Royce. Royce, for sure, that you would win a championship. You had to blow up this roster of nice guys. Would you do it? Well, yeah, you would. I would hope so. I would hope so. I don't think unequivocally the answer to that question is yes in Jazz Nation. I really don't. Well, I think the fan base is split up. What are people saying? You know. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 figure it out. Um, lots of comments this morning. Let me go back to the top here. Back to the top. Um, Giggity says, "What's up, fellas? How are you?" Up, Eric Devera says, "We had talked about this a few months back, and finally happened. I feel like Royce is about to leave the Jazz soon. Maybe Gay and Clarkson the next year." Yeah, I think I think it's just an obvious like when you if you put all the names on a piece of paper as a Jazz fan and you're watching this team every night, you know the names you're gravitating to that you want to move. We all know the names. Yeah. And Royce is definitely one of them. Yeah. I think it is your oral players will ultimately win you a championship. And if you if you live with that, do you feel good that Royce O'Neal can win you a championship? Do you feel good with with Joe Ingles shooting a three to win you a championship? Because I don't. I, that's not good enough for me. 
Um, you know, like I, I just – and right now, if, if there is one role player, because, again, I'll go back to my childhood and this dude on the wall behind us. Dude. Who, who won the Chicago Bulls a championship against the Jazz? Well, it was Michael Jordan. Did the Bulls only get to the finals because of Michael Jordan? Yes. But Bobby Hansen, but Steve Kerr, but John Paxson, all hit series-clinching shots. But Dennis Rodman on all those clutch rebounds. I'm just telling you your role players win your championships. Yeah. And right now, with all due respect to, like, Joe Ingles, I'd rather have Jordan Clarkson take that three than Joe Ingles. I, I just would because of where Joe is in his career. And I think, like, last night is a very good example in our vaunted pre-show secretive meeting where we, talk about, where we talk about nuclear codes. Right. We were talking about Boyan Bogdanovich last night giving you the game that you expect him to give you on a nightly basis. Right. But he doesn't always give you that game on a nightly basis. Bojan. <laughs> right? Yeah, Bojan sometimes doesn't do that. Yeah. And the hard part is that – there's a lot of emotion yeah, in jazz fandom, and I think you have to take that emotion out of it. Snuka says, hey, did you say Dwayne Wade like Miami Heat champion? Dwayne Wade, multi-time yes. champion? Yes, yeah. dude. C. Shivers says, hey, guys, haven't been up this early in a while. Still listening to all of the streams. Thanks. Appreciate that, bud. Good to see you. He says, who says the quote, you always play, I don't care uh, if you think it's sus. And as you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. That's our guy, Larry. Larry. Yeah, Larry. Larry. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a Instagram TikTok fitness guy. Yeah. So yeah, that's Larry. I don't care if you think it's sus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. and that should be. I uh, really don't care if you think it's sus. Yeah, and and you know what? If you are, you know, if if you are Danny Ainge, he shouldn't care if you think it's sus. And as you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. Right. That's what Danny said in June. Yeah. You know. Facts. So there you go. Uh, Tanner Plummer, good morning to you. He says, serious question. Why do people hate Danny Ainge? I never understood the Ainge hate. Well, he went to BYU. He's one of the greatest athletes ever at BYU. Um, and I think when you when you run a team like the Boston Celtics and you win, um, I think there's going to be some hate there. Yeah. And by the way, he was an a-hole as a player. He was really difficult to compete against as a player. You're, you're t I hope everyone realizes you're talking about a guy in Danny Ainge who was one of the few people who was able to build a team that beat a Kobe Laker team. Like we all realize how good this guy is at what he does, right? Like, like this guy built a team that Kobe Bryant and that Laker generation could not beat in yeah. the NBA finals. That's the quality of team I want to see in Salt Lake city. I mean, he built one of the best teams in the history of the NBA in 2008. Yeah, dude. Like, it's not I mean, in question how good he is. And and that's why I say, like, if you're a jazz fan, I think a couple of things you gotta you gotta just get through your head right now. Number one, you know, like you were saying, you need to be prepared for this roster to just get obliterated. Like I'm talking about eviscerated, like totally changed. Only Donovan Donovan's the only guy that probably isn't going anywhere. I mean, again, as you you know, so passionately say there's no such thing as an untouchable, but I mean, it would take a, a an I don't unreasonable know what you amount. Could get. Yeah. I don't know what you could get. Like it would take an unreasonable amount to get Donovan Mitchell off this roster. So that's why I say Don's not going anywhere. But I think any other name, including Quinn Snyder, is is available, including Quinn Snyder. I think Quinn Snyder, like you were saying, is still earning his job. I'm a huge Quinn guy. Yeah, but my guess is when this when this team wins a championship, he won't be the head coach. Yeah. 
I could be wrong. We'll see. I could be wrong. Um, let's see. James Knight says the Jazz juggernaut rolls on, and you guys constantly point out that players missing is no excuse, right? This is okay. So James Knight is going on this whole thing about how we said that it doesn't matter in the postseason that the Jazz lost because they, you know, allegedly because they didn't have a full roster. And then last night he's upset because we're saying that that they didn't get revenge because because. It's Paul George and Kawhi weren't playing. Guys, fucking December. Yeah, like I don't Who understand cares? how this is confusing. Who this cares? is not a six this is not a seven game series. This is not the postseason. Man. This is not the most important games of the year. Like Paul George, I'm guessing right now could play if he had to play. The thing I don't understand is why is it so hard for James in particular, but why is it so hard for fandom? To realize you lost that game because you you lost that series because you were not the better team at the time the series was played. Why is it that is the art of winning a championship? Why did the 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 Brooklyn Nets lose to the Milwaukee Bucks? Because they were not the better team when the game was played. Why is that so difficult to wrap your head around? It doesn't matter if your guy had well if we had been healthy. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle, but she doesn't, so she's not. That's it, Skippy. They weren't healthy. Water's wet, and Mike Conley's hurt in the playoffs. Get used to it. Sorry, that's who folks, the guy. That's what it is. That's who the guy is. It drives me crazy that you cannot like this Joe Ingles obsession with James Knight. And James, I love you, dude, but you you are you're delusional if you think that anybody cares that Donovan Mitchell's ankle was injured. Nobody cares. By the way, when I look at the Clippers winning that series, where's the postscript that says Donovan Mitchell had an ankle injury? Where is it? Because I don't see it there in the lore of NBA NBA fan. By the way, does it say Kawhi Leonard knee injury? It doesn't. Do 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 the Phoenix Suns only win that series because Kawhi's hurt? No, they won that series because they were the better time, better team at the time it was played. Does it say the Clippers lost to Phoenix because Joe Ingles? pushed Kawhi and that's what basically made him tear his ACL good lord get over it like I'm tired of talking about it I'm tired of talking about it I'm and this is the thing with 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 the Jazz stop making excuses about why you've been mediocre for a decade plus stop because that's the only way you're gonna win you're living in the past instead of living Man, in the future I'm, I'm tired of hearing it I'm tired of hearing it I I, I just and James I'm not gonna read it anymore I'm not doing it. I'm not talking about it anymore. They lost because the Clippers were better when the series was played. Period. That's it. End of story. I'm telling you, last night wasn't revenge. Man. Last night, Revenge would be a fully get healthy Clippers it. team in a seven-game series. Like, get the fuck over it. Like, I, I, I just don't – I don't understand why you why you want to continue to go back when, when history repeats itself. Why would I believe that Mike Conley is going to be healthy? Why would I believe that? Especially now that they're playing him on back-to-backs. Why would I believe that Chris Paul is going to be healthy? You wouldn't. Why would I believe that Anthony Davis is going to be healthy? You the only guy defying father time is LeBron James. That's it. And he almost broke his leg last night. Man, it, injuries are a part of sport. Look at look at DeAndre Hopkins. They thought he broke his leg. Now it's a knee sprain. Like, yeah. Injuries happen in critical times by the way there's no getting away from the fact that the jazz depth was was nowhere near what it needed to be and by the way is there any getting away from the fact that you're not playing the depth you brought in outside of rudy gay now like hey, get out of here eric devere says there's no chance or there is a chance we might get ben simmons i don't need him to score had ben 
Uh, and Ben doesn't want to score either. I need him to defend. I This team's not going to get Ben. I'd be shocked. What are you going – and this is the issue with the Jazz right now when we talk about trades. Yeah. And this is why Karis Levert is not a Jazz man right now. What do you have to give up that's going to win you a trade for any time you're competing? Yep. You don't really – right now, today, you know, on, on December 16th, what do you have to beat the Lakers, to beat the Warriors? Because I think, I think Ben Simmons is going to wind up on a championship caliber team. I could see him on the Warriors. Yep. I He would be a really big pickup for them because it takes the ball out of Steph's hands. Um, it allows Steph to run away off the ball, which he is a lead at. And Ben Simmons is a great passer. And don't even get us started on Klay Thompson coming back. I mean, if they get if they get Ben Simmons, you're in – look out. Like, I look at the teams that are talking about Ben Simmons, and it it's – it's scary. I look at, and this is what I say about the Lakers. Everybody was ripping the Lakers. They're going to make a deal to get Miles Turner. I, I, I honestly think Miles Turner winds up wearing the purple and gold this year. And if that happens, you're in real trouble. You're that the Western Conference changes dramatically because you hear Woj reporting. I think it was Woj or Shams the other day reporting that they've talked about trading Russell Westbrook. Yeah, because it hasn't worked out. The guy who's from. L.A. went to UCLA, brought him home, and they're willing to trade him. Like right now, if they that's could. how cutthroat you have to be. That's that's the beginning and the end of it. That's the beginning and the end of it. Uh, the Jazz have added a lot of jersey varieties over the last five years, and Seriously. I think and I think you're going to see a complete rebrand coming. Yeah. Um. I mean, they it's it's no secret. I mean, they're going. I think they're going black and white. Yeah. Um. You know, which I I think would be great. I think that's a really which good join one. the trend because everybody is. Yeah, and I think you have to. I do. I, I think you have to. Um, Jeremy Bolton says, I'd, <laughs> I'd rather have Caruso than Simmons. Well. See, but here's the difference. Alex Caruso is a championship player. So you can joke about Alex Caruso, but Alex Caruso is a big reason why the Lakers won. And by the way, when the Bulls don't have 37 other players in COVID protocols, he's been excellent for them. Yeah. He has been I, – I I think him and Lonzo – DeMar DeRozan's an elite mid-range player. I think DeMar DeRozan probably is the number one reason they've played so well. But you got to find elite role players. Yeah. Like, that's the hardest thing. Like, when I look at – when I look at Draymond Green, that guy is an elite contributing role player. He's never going to be your best player. But, man, if – if you can run the floor, distribute, be a point guard, be a power forward, be a center, you need those glue guys yeah. to win you championships. Those guys have to be there. And if you look at, you know, Caruso's a good example on the Lakers. Dwight Howard's a good example on the Lakers. Um, if you go back to the Bucks with Bropez or, right. you know, um, and I, I am terrible at name recall. Are you? Number 17 for the Bucks. He plays for the Heat now. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. Thank you. The boy's got you. Man, I am old. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm drinking creatine. So you better check yourself. Uh, guys like P.J. Tucker. Guys like Dennis Rodman, who you brought up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go back through the history of, the, of the NBA. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Like, you look at role players that win. Udonis Haslam. Um, you know, you look at role players on teams. Mario Chalmers. That's why they win. Yeah. That's why they win. The Jazz don't have that guy right now. Yeah. And I think that's a... Uh, 
<clears throat> that's a huge thing. Uh, John Jackson says, Ryan Smith was successful in his career because of smart decisions. He's doing the same with the Jazz. Change is necessary for a championship. Exactly right. Agreed. Perfectly said. Design My says, I'd rather have anyone than Ben Simmons. I'm not a Ben Simmons guy with the Jazz. No. I think you already have that in Rudy Gobert. Rudy's an elite, yeah. elite defensive player. Uh, I disagree with that. I think Ben Simmons brings you more than Rudy Gobert does. I think Ben Simmons can help you in transition. I think Ben Simmons is twice the passer Rudy sure. Gobert is. But again, like, I think in the postseason, which is all I care about, I, the regular season is important only up to the fact that it determines playoff seating. Right. The postseason, Ben Simmons is very limited. He's he's still really good defensively, and the thing that he brings is he can de defend any wing player. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he can basically defend any position on the floor, and I think that, yeah. that is, you know, again, with all due respect to Rudy, you know, I just think that 40 mil for a center is just too much, man. Yeah. Eric DeVere says, I don't like Ben Simmons either, but Danny doesn't care about that. His focus on Jazz weaknesses, which is a wing defender, and he can make that happen. But I, I do hope there is somebody, someone better than Ben. Yeah, uh, Ben Simmons makes too much money. Yeah, there's no way it's to make that deal happen. work. I mean, the yeah. Jazz are not getting Ben Simmons. That That's that just would not be happen. if that happened. You, I don't know how that would even happen. Yeah, I, re I really don't. Uh, Romaine Chasney says, "Hi guys, from the trade uh, for the trade. What about Jordan Clarkson? I would trade Jordan Clarkson. I would listen. I would trade anybody not named Donovan Mitchell." Literally, anybody. I agree with that. I agree with that. I I, I totally agree with that. Uh, Mr. E says, we still have no backup for Conley when he gets injured. Just saying. No. Well, here's the thing. You do. He's just not allowed to play right now for whatever reason. And I don't understand it. I the think Jared Butler thing makes me crazy. Jared Butler is a dominant G League player right now. You can send him down there. He'll give you 30 points a night. No problem. He needs to be brought up. And he needs to get through the the development process and the turnovers and playing like crap, and then he'll play yeah. well. And I don't under, I don't know how you explain that idea. Yeah, that I, it's just totally backwards for what we expected. I like you, the chain of events that was happening. Because remember, you know, you, you you get a great deal on him in the draft. You know, he dominates. You know, basically everything, every opportunity he ever got, he played really really well for you. Leading up to the regular season, we were like, all right, great. So, you know, we're probably expecting, you know, on nights that Conley plays, 10 minutes a night, maybe 15 tops. Yeah. And then on nights on back-to-backs when Conley's not playing, I'd expect, you know, I, I would expect to start Jared Butler. Honestly, I would. Like, I would just backstock Conley with Jared Butler, but that hasn't happened. Deal with it. You have – that's right? how like, you develop deal guys. It. Deal with yeah. the, the failure. And, again, if we're talking about championships, I go back to my days working for the Lakers when – Kobe shot air balls with the game on the line in the playoffs against Charlotte way back in his yes. early days, shot air balls. And he turned into one of the greatest players of his generation. You know, like I, I Mr. E, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Absolutely. Right. Uh, design. My says I would trade Gobert at this point. Brandon Whiteside says all your negativity means we are guaranteed a chip. I hope so. See, everybody takes it as negativity and I don't understand that. Yeah, help I, me understand where like, and I don't want to turn this into we're the best or anything, but I do. I'm gonna go ahead and point out where exactly have we been wrong on the Jazz? We told you they weren't gonna beat the Clippers. We told you they were gonna hire Danny Ainge. We told you that they were gonna go and make a splash in the draft. All of that stuff has come true. So when we're telling you that Rudy Gobert is not worth forty million dollars, when we're telling you that anybody on this roster is movable except for Don, what part of that is negative? I'm trying to figure it out. 
Like, I don't under... What do you want... Would you prefer... Let me ask you this. Would you prefer that we just said, well, Rudy's the best in the league, and the Jazz are going to win a chip as currently constructed, and Dan, they just hired Danny Ainge so they could all sit around a table and have some wine together. Is that what you would prefer us to talk about? Because that's not what I think winning a championship looks like. That's not what it looks like. like. So I, I don't I don't get it. I, what negativity do you mean? That's what I'm trying to understand. I, I just think it's very difficult for people to be brutally honest about their team. Terrence uh, DMs me, um, and I think I put a rule in a couple of months ago about not reading Vanishing Mode. Uh, Terrence DMs me and says that Danny Ainge is a hideous hire. You sold out to the basketball lords in Boston. He's not a Bostonian. Okay, I'm opening my energy drink right now because I want to break the negative energy <laughs> wave that's happening. How is hiring show. Danny Ainge a bad thing? Somebody help, help me explain me. this. And I told you, did I not tell you before the show yes, that somebody was going to come into the comments you and did. say that, oh my God, this is a bad hire? How is this a bad hire? Tyler Hopkins says, you guys want to blow up the entire roster. I can't see Donovan Mitchell being on a losing team. I think the player you need to move is Rudy Gobert. I think if you sell it to Donovan, and Tyler, I would agree with you. If you're going to blow it up and you're going to suck for a decade, he's not going to be here. He's going to be a Nick or a net. But I think if you sell it to Donovan Mitchell as, hey, we're going to remake this because, you know, I'm Danny Ainge and I don't see that this is a roster that can win us a championship or two, I think Donovan Mitchell would be all in on that. Yeah. I do. Because Danny Ainge is not a guy that goes and builds through the draft. I mean, just look at Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray yeah. Allen. Right? Like, he, he had he had, he had Paul Pierce. He needed Kevin Garnett. He needed Ray Allen. Right? Like, you go and build a roster that can win a championship. They have the Paul Pierce piece. They have Donovan Mitchell. He is an elite player. He's one of the best players in the NBA. Now go build guys who fit with him, and he makes better, and they play to his strengths. Yeah. Because he doesn't give the ball to Rudy Gobert ever. If you watch, it was happening again last night. Like, he will not pass Rudy Gobert the ball. I mean, we're not the only ones who question whether he trusts his teammates, by the way. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not something that we're only saying. I mean, that's, like, well-known. Uh, Cody Strickland says, I have to disagree with you guys on this due to the fact that when Rudy is off the floor, the Jazz struggle to stay ahead of teams. The fact that he tries so hard to improve on his offensive game that we need to give him more credit for the Jazz record. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve credit. I think Rudy has worked really hard. Um, he is he is an, an elite defender, and I think he's trying really hard. I mean, the free throw progression is very clear. I think he's trying very hard to to be more of a contributor on both ends of the floor. But the issue is that you're not going to win a championship built the way this team's built. Yeah. And you 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 can't point to me the last team that was built around a, a seven-footer in the middle. Tim Duncan, the Spurs. I, I mean, I think that's probably that's right, probably but he was a four. One. He was a four, but, you know. You know, like I, I just don't – I just don't see that – I mean, Shaquille O'Neal is probably the last guy that you can go back to and say, yep, there you, yep, big man, power center, that's a guy that won you a championship. Right. Right. Jokic, but, but they didn't win a championship. They didn't win a championship. But that's like, that would be today's modern day, you know, like built around your center. You know, like, yeah, I, I just go back and I look at, you know, like at Milwaukee is built around Giannis. 
The Lakers are built around LeBron. Um, Toronto, not built around a center. I mean, that was two guards, Van Vliet. Like, I mean, that's, you know. Um, I look at Golden State, certainly not built around bigs. No. Um, the Cavs built around LeBron. Golden State again, San Antonio. Nah. Kinda. Manu, Parker, Duncan. Uh, the Miami Heat, certainly not built around a big. Dallas, Dirk Nowitzki, not built around a big. The Lakers, you know, I mean, that's that's Kobe. Um, you know, Kobe and Powell. I mean, it may be Powell Gasol is, but Powell was not a power center. Powell was not – now, that's not that doesn't qualify because Powell was, was basically brought in because they needed a, air quotes, big, but he's not a center. He's a four that can run. Yeah, he's a four that shoots. He's a pick-and-pop four who can get to the basket. Yeah. And, so, and he's an elite shooter. Yeah, and in his know? heyday, he could dunk on you. So Yeah, like, so I just go back to the Celtics. you got to go back to the Celtics in 08. That's KG, Pierce, Paul Allen, or Ray Allen. Uh, San Antonio again, Miami, San Antonio, Detroit. Um I mean, I I just I think the days of what about winning the, championships built around a seven footer are over. What about the Chauncey Billups Ben Wallace teams? Um, well, that was the Pistons I just mentioned, and and yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that was two thousand four. Let's see if I can find their roster. Um, yeah, I mean you're looking at Billups. Um, Eldon Campbell was a role player. Richard, obviously, Rip Hamilton. Lindsey Hunter, uh, oh, well, you know, they were built around Darko Milicic. Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, our good friend Memento Core, Tayshawn Prince, oh. So as you can see, yeah, Tayshawn, Tayshawn Prince. Prince was a savage, dude. Ben Wallace, but Ben Wallace wasn't an offensive player. Ben Wallace was an elite defender. But as He you was can very see, much Rudy Gobert. As you can see, though, take if we just take our opinion out of it, go and look at all the teams that have won a championship in the last 20 years. Which one of them was built around a big? It's not. It doesn't it's happen. Shaq and the Lakers. That's it. I and mean, when was that? That was what was that? Two thousand one or something? When yeah. Was that? Yeah. The two early two thousands. They two thousand. They won the their three peat was zero a one o two. So that's why I say it's been what? I mean, we're working on twenty five years. <laughs> like yeah. you know, it's not been. That's not how you win a championship. Yeah. It's just not. I, I yeah. So that's why I say, with all due respect, you can say we're negative. You can say that we're wrong all the time, which we're not. But you can say that. The fact is, is, is you're not winning a championship with Rudy Gobert getting paid forty million dollars and being one of your best players on the team. Yeah, Maury Alba Alvarez says, "Do you guys have a live audio stream?" Nope, just YouTube is where we do our show live. I'm only moving Oni, Forrest, Hughes, Doak, and maybe if you are lucky, Butler and picks. You don't have picks to move. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a sale equal to the Lakers players out there. Brandon Whiteside says, "I well, don't really understand that." I mean, you have no value. If you're only trading Oni, Forrest Hughes, Doak, and maybe a, a Butler. You really picks. think that this team right now can win a championship? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what would you be hoping to get in return for that? What he No, but but let's not skip over this. Brandon Whiteside, that's who made that comment, right? Yeah. I'm only moving Oni, Forrest Hughes, Doak, and maybe, if you are lucky, Butler and picks. It is going to be a sale equal to the Lakers players out there. Brandon Whiteside is saying that, that – He's saying it without saying it. Hey, I'm happy with the core on this team. I think the core on this team can go ahead and get us to the finals, and we just need to to backfill the the deep end of the bench, which I just yeah, disagree crazy. with. I disagree with that completely. That's crazy. I I don't see that at all. Um, you know, I I just I think you have to just be real about who you are and where you are. 
Yeah. This is this team's good. It's not great. All right. Cool. Let's leave it right there. Yeah. Let's leave it right there. Um, Chris Carnes says morning, but whoa. Hey Hello, now. Chris. Hey now. Chris, have you ever given us an update on the damn smoker? He hasn't. Chris, I need um, an update on the smoker. How did BYU do yesterday bringing in new guys? They did. I mean, Utah, <coughs> Utah had a great day. Yeah. Um, BYU did okay, but I think you're going to see February is really going to be a much better signing day. The, the actual – a lot of people think yesterday was National Signing Day. It wasn't National Signing Day. Yesterday was the beginning of the early signing period. I think National Signing Day is in February. So I think that's when you'll see a lot more of that. Uh, Eric DeVere says, Gobert is elite. His salary, however, restricts the Jazz. Danny can make things happen. Maybe get Evan Mobley. Oh, good luck. Evan Mobley is going to be uh, – is going to be – that kid's going to be a stud. Um, I'm not thrilled with the close BYU connection that Ainge and Smith have, but I also don't care as long as they give us results. Got to exactly. gotta do what it takes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Snuka says, I didn't start caring about the Jazz till I started tuning into this show. Well, glad you're here. Brylark says, the moves that Ryan Smith has made for the Jazz in his short time in ownership are more than the Millers did in 15 years. Correct. Agreed. Tanner Plummer says in the Tanner Plummer voice, <laughs> hey, uh, guys, guys, just a quick question. <laughs> Who's better in their prime, Danny Ainge or the J-I-M-M-E-R? Exactly. Wow. Jeremy Bolton says, uh, Caruso is better than Ainge and Jimmer combined. <laughs> okay. There is no question. Ryan Smith is building his A team in the front office, John Jackson says. Yes. Uh, they lost because uh, Rudy got exposed and Utah had no answer, Brylark said. Agreed. Man, there are so many messages that are uh, – we don't filter messages. Today there's got to be a, a dozen messages that Are people have been cursing filtered. us out? Are they upset today? I don't think so. Brylark says everybody and their mom knew Russ wasn't going to work out. He's a team killer. Yes. James Knight says Danny Ainge should be hitting you guys up to join the front office because you guys um, – Know it effing all, right? Yeah, we do. That's true. Help me. Where where have we James, messed up? James seems upset. John Jackson says Ryan Smith knows how to build a strong front office. Danny and Dwayne Wade know how to win championships. More change will happen. Has to happen. And by the way, when Danny when when the phone rings, and it's Danny Ainge on the other side of the phone, you're gonna listen. Just I'm just pointing that out. Like when 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 the phone rings. And it's Danny Ainge and Dwayne Wade on a conference call, and Ryan Smith is sitting in. Yeah, I think people are going to listen to what you have to say, and that's the most important thing. Brylark says um, everyone's on the trading block, not named Donovan Mitchell, totally. Yeah. And he says, wait, creatine, you guys take steroids? Yeah. Yeah, we take that? steroids, dude. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Guy, have you seen my physique? Bro. He's tongue-in-cheek, obviously. Right. Do you yeah. even lift? I don't. Even though I, I worked out twice on Tuesday, yesterday I went to the gym and did arms and cardio. And then last night I shoveled snow. The snow's cute when it's falling. And when it lands on your driveway, it's not very nice. Uh, Tyler Hopkins says, I agree with Jake. Trade anyone not named Donovan. I'm interested to see what this team does with the trade deadline um, with Danny Ainge in charge. I would agree with that. All right, a couple more before we move on. Brandon Wright says, right now we have Rudy, Mitchell, and Mike. Then you fill it with role players. That is equal to any other core. No, it's not. I disagree. I think, um, who's the best team in the NBA right now? The Warriors? Um, Draymond and Steph are better than you are. Draymond and Steph. The, the thing that you're missing on this team is a, is a badass, a guy that wants to take your head off. Steph is better than Don. Clay yes. Thompson is better than Mike Conley. Yes. And Draymond Green is better than whoever, whatever name you want to pull off this roster. I would agree. I, I think I think that there's no question. And obviously there's going to be 
an adjustment for Clay, but he got into a G League game and did not miss a single shot. Yeah, he'll be fine, dude. He no, I said he didn't miss a. I think it was do 16. People, uh, do people a single forget, shot, dude? Do people forget that this is like one of the best shooters the game's ever seen? Yeah, like Steph gets all the love, but let's not forget that Clay Thompson. What what was it? Uh, Sixty one or like fifty some odd points on like eleven dribbles or whatever that was. This guy doesn't need the ball in his hands until the last second where he can just shoot it. And he can do that at a really, really high rate. I would agree with that. So that's why I say, like, mm. you know, again, everyone's saying, oh, well, you guys are being negative. No, we're just telling you what it is, dude. Like, Okay, here we go with Justin Salas again. Oh, boy. Real ballers have heated driveways, Monty. <laughs> that's it, Skippy. You know what? Pack your shit. Let's go. You're out. That's exactly right. They do. Uh, well played. Jeremy Bolton says, okay, this is really controversial. Jeremy, please. Dude, he says, dude, invest in a snowblower. Seriously, the best money I've ever spent. Did I not say that yesterday? I've asked my wife 37 times for a snowblower, and she's like, no, it only snows two days a year okay. here. So that's how it's going to be. Nope. Nope. You either get nips or a snowblower, not both. So, you know, you know which way I went. But the point is, she didn't say that, actually. Uh, she will not let me buy a snowblower. She won't. She won't. And by the way, I have like, because I live in, <laughs> I'm trying to be gentle. Um, I don't have the world's largest driveway. You don't really have a driveway. Nor do I have the, see, here's the, th HOAs suck. <laughs> okay, HOAs are pathetic. I'm not going to say where I live. You guys know where I live, so I don't even have to name it. But blow me. <laughs> no, literally, blow my sidewalk is what I meant. We pay $8,000 a month for an HOA. I think we pay like four something. They're supposed to clear our sidewalks in our alleys and our driveways. Did they do it? No. They're supposed to trim our hedges and our bushes and our landscaping. Did they do it? No. If I'm 30 seconds late, will I have a foreclosure notice on my front door? Yes. Yes. So don't even think about messing with me. Uh, HOAs are a joke, man. I'm telling you. I can call and complain, and what good is it going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Sold my snowblower last year. I only used it once or twice a year, Chris Carnes said. So now what happens? I get to dig out a parking spot for myself. I get to walk through the snow. Like, it's... James, James Knight makes a good point. There's only one uh, room for one blower in that house. Yeah. I like it. It's well done. See, I like it. See, James Knight deserves credit. That's a good bounce back. <laughs> see, the other day, again, love you, Tanner. Tanner lost his shit on this show the <laughs> other day. Tanner, Tanner, Tanner went on a little spiral the other day. Yes, he did. See, James is doing a great job bouncing back here, and I give him credit for that. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, Daybreak is a nice area, but the HOA is the problem with it. Go Hawks. Uh, Brian, thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. Very, I, You're the best. Thank you. You can say that again. Brylark, HOAs need to be outlawed. Yeah. Jeremy says, snowblower looked and felt fantastic come yesterday morning at 6 a.m. Seriously, you can get a good one that's not expensive. Well, we all know that this this house is only going to get the Ryobi, you know, snowblower. Yeah, because all we have is, is it Ryobi? Ryobi. Ryobi, Ryobi, Same your thing. mom, Ray Bestis, her mom, whatever. My dad. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it. that's all we have is Ryobi tools in this house. We have the Ryobi lawnmower. There you go. You know. Um, Night guy. H okay, that comic got filtered. Um, let's see. HOAs 
and insurance companies need to be burned to the ground fight club style. Yeah. Jeremy Bolton says a Ryobi snowblower. <laughs> it's truth. Um, <laughs> Alex T says Jake's a virgin. What would he know about a blower? <laughs> excellent point. I mean, really, really excellent point. You know, like that's, you know. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Real quick before I complain about other things. Yeah. Because, man. I want to talk about home warranties in a minute. Real quick. Urban Meyer got fired yesterday. Well, tonight. Last night? This morning? I don't know. Okay. This is the same thing as the Russ situation. When they signed Russell Westbrook, we all knew it wasn't going to work out. When they signed Urban Meyer to a five-year deal, we all knew he wasn't going to make it out of the first year. It was just a matter of how it was going to get blown up. And now we're here. So what do we have? Uh, fights in the locker room, kicking your kicker, like kicking uh, your kicker. You're you're going out to your restaurant in Ohio to the point where your wife has to go to the media and quote said buddy needed a night out. Great job, Urban. Really, really great job, dude. Like, like way to be an upstanding citizen. Way to be a great leader. Only you're not. Kick the kicker, douche. Okay. That's fine. I mean, the guy is just a complete dude. So a story came out yesterday. A former kicker claimed that while he was warming up. Josh Lambeau. Wasn't jo- it, isn't it Josh Lambeau? It is Josh Lambeau. Claimed that during warm-ups, Urban Meyer walked up to him and kicked him. Like. I don't know why you would do that. I, You know, if it wasn't the forceful digital fondling of a woman in your bar in Columbus that got you fired kicking a player last year got you fired like they let's gonna, consult the douche meter they were gonna fire you anyway yeah dude. dude who are we kidding like buddy in the bar like the whole thing i mean it's on. it's amazing it's incredible to me that urban meyer continuously gets rewarded for being an absolute horrible human i can't believe it i agree Chris Karn says um, blowers in Vegas are cheaper. Do they sell snow blowers in Las Vegas? And smokers. Chris? Apparently. Smokers. Yeah. Um, Greg Hawkins says Urban Meyer sounds like a fun guy to party with, but a terrible NFL coach. Will he ever coach again? Yes. You And obviously that would be in the collegiate game. Yeah. You think he coaches 100% again? 100% without a doubt he will coach again. Okay. Somebody will make the mistake of firing him. Yeah. Uh, the Nye guy says putting Meyer in Jacksonville is the equivalent of putting Motley Crue in a cocaine factory. Yeah. I like that. That's very true. I, I would agree with that. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, hey, Chris Carnmore, bang for your buck. May I suggest Southeast Asia? Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Greg, you're amazing. Okay, I'm done with Urban Meyer now. Can we talk about home yeah, warranties? talk about it. Let's go. Okay, so I bought my house a year ago. I already have over six figures of equity. Must be nice. I'm a big timer. Yep, I can afford heated driveways even though I don't have one. Uh, I'm anyway, a fucking unit. I am a unit. Anyway, the point is, I uh, got a home warranty as part of my escrow. It expired on December 9th, apparently. So I get an email yesterday. I call them, and they're like, oh, yeah. Hey, buddy, good to see you. Thanks for being a loyal customer. $600, please. Okay, so that's how it's going to be. It's expensive as hell. So I say to the lady on the phone, I'm like, okay, um, well, before I hand you my life savings, and we uh, we laughed about it, uh, I said, what am I getting for this? Well, see, um, how it works here at uh, Acme Home Warranty is we're going to send you some um, air filters for your uh, air handler. Um, 
And then if anything breaks in your house, you're uh, you're on your own. You know. All right, what card do you want to use? <laughs> so essentially what they cover is all your major systems and appliances and your garage door. That's you're so it. fucked. That's it. $65, they'll send a bro out to your house. And if it's normal wear and tear or usage, they'll fix it. Wait, you have to pay $65? Yes. What? So you pay them $600 for the right to pay them $65 every time something breaks. Well, what is but this? But you do get free air filters from the company. What kind of... What? What? So I shopped around a little yesterday, and I called American Family Insurance. So I said, yeah. Because <laughs> that's my insurance company. Try not to choke it up, okay? Yeah, I choked on it yesterday. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I call my insurance agent, and I'm like, uh, hey, you know, Sarah Road in Mesa, Arizona, you're the best. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, do you guys offer home, home warranty? And she's like, well, honey, um, we do, but it sucks. And so I'm not going to take their not home warranty. It's something else they call it or whatever. So I called like America's Choice. I called a bunch of different home warranties. And they're all like, yeah, but at least we're going to lube it before we pound it. And I'm like, okay, great. So they also all are like, well, by the way, it'll be 30 days before you're covered. You're going to, the one was like $1,000 up front. Why? Like, yeah, you pay us $1,000. And then, um, you know. What incentive a month is there, later, dude? What, help cover me. You. What incentive is there nowadays to be a homeowner, like to to buy a home and then go and live in it? I can totally get down with buying it to rent it. That's a whole different thing, right? But like, what incentive is there truly to buy a home to live in it? It is so expensive to own a house. How much overhead do you have as a homeowner? Like, this is incredible to me. Um, well, I mean, obviously if your mortgage, your homeowners, your HOA, um, that you're, wasting, I mean, you're not I mean, out of this thing for what? Less than three, 3000 a month. No, it's less than that. I think so. Anyway, look, but wait, yeah. so you pay them $600 up front yeah. and then anytime something breaks, it's $65 and they, fix I just, it. that's amazing to me. So I only used my home warranty twice in the last year. We had a slow drain up in the kitchen. So they came out. We paid him 65 bucks, did not get a reach around. Um, and the <laughs> What? And the guy was like, well, the pipes under your sink aren't exactly run the right way. Let's, let us repipe it. Did he snake you? Uh, he did. He roto-rooted me. Nice. Uh, which, by nice. the way, the colonoscopy is coming up in January. Oh, God. So anyway, uh, the point is, um, he fixed the drain. Okay, cool. And in our house, the way our townhouse is built, like – the air isn't distributed evenly. So like everything on the bottom floor is super cold. Everything on the top floor is usually warm. Like, and the guy, the a AC guy comes out through the home warranty company. So like, Hey, I, Hey stud, look here, champ, um, boss. Hey boss, you might just want to open up the vents equally in all the rooms and airflow flow equally. All right. 65, yeah, $65 please. It's a scam. So, but here's the thing. If your air conditioner or in, in the middle of the winter, if your heater melts down, 65 bucks to get your heater replaced is not bad. But see, that's what insurance is. It's the what if game. Right. But is like, it so is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Car insurance is worth it. Home warranty. I'm struggling a little bit to justify it. I'm struggling a little bit to justify it. So we know this well. How much is it to replace your air conditioning unit? 
thousands. About, it's about five grand. So you are playing the what if game. $600 a year just in case. $600 up front. Yes. Because the, the home warranty company I use doesn't take payments. All the other ones were like, yeah, you pay us $42 a month. Most of them were $42 a month. You pay $42 a month, and um, but some of the price per trip, it's called a trip charge, the yeah. price per tri trip varied between 100 bucks and 50 bucks, And like I pay 65 bucks to the one. But the reason I, I know, stayed man. is because coverage is immediate yeah. versus the 30-day Well, that period. makes a difference for sure. But yeah. I don't know, man. I just I, – I, I, every day that seems to pass, I get more and more on the bandwagon of you're not incentivized to own a home the way you used to be. Like there is a lot of cost involved. Like the HOA thing's a scam. The HOA thing's a complete scam. It frustrates me. Like, I... it's frustrating. And the reason that they have HOAs is because you want lights in your park and in daybreak. I get it. We have lakes. We have parks. We have green space. They do a lot that you don't see and that doesn't benefit you on a personal level, but it but it helps. The it experience. keeps your property value high. Yeah. And uh, again, I've lived here a year now. I have over $100,000 in equity in my home. Yeah. It's incredible. Some of that's the housing market. Some of that is I live in a very desirable neighborhood. So, yeah, HOAs are a scam. Yeah. Cody Strickland says, haha, you got screwed. I only paid $4,500 for my AC. LOL. There you go. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, uh, James Knight, LOL, no, but in all seriousness, I work at a caregiver for men mentally handicapped people. What did James Knight say? Jesus, I don't want to know. James Knight says, does Tanner work at, uh, work at a home warranty? No, he doesn't. Uh, Limit Zio says, go Utes. Justin Salas says, home warranties aren't worth it. The Nye guy says, lube it, LOL, that needs a bag alert. <laughs> Jake, that's a drop. So we have a drop that you used to. Thank you. Thank you. If you don't have insurance, you'll need it. If you have insurance, you'll never need it. What are you, must? So I, I don't, and maybe, <laughs> so my homeowner's insurance, and this is what I said to my agent yesterday. I was like, here's what I'm worried about. I'm happy to pay $600 for peace of mind if my heater goes out. If I call you, it's not going to be somebody will be there the same day. And she's like, no, probably not. It will, it will likely be a situation where you'll have to pay out of pocket to fix your, your heating or air conditioning and we'll reimburse you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. If the heater goes out, you yep. want someone to be there same day. But when is the heater going to go out? You don't, you don't know. I mean, it could go out in five years. It could go out tomorrow. Who the hell knows? Like, I just – everything is so damn expensive. You know, like, I just it's, – it's amazing to me. So Eric DeVera says, hey, guys, a bunch of guys told me I'm dumb for listening to Monty's show, and they – are Beavis and Butthead of the NBA podcast. I just said, okay, with a smile, they know the Monty show and they listen to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Eric. Chris Karn says, some HOAs are good, but many are bad. Mine is awesome. I wish mine was. Limit Zio says, love the show, boys. Thanks, Limit. Appreciate Thanks, you. Daryl King says, why would you believe that we might trade for won't get hurt? Okay. Okay, wait. Why would you believe that who we might trade for who won't get Jazz just ain't winning a chip, Danny or no Danny? Yeah, they are. Can we ask Jake for a Mobamba drop, please? Cody Strickland says. Shout the Mobamba. Yeah. Uh Terrence says 
this show sucks on a regular basis. Oh, well, and now your thing got filtered. Um, <laughs> he basically said, this show sucks on a regular basis, but I listen every day. What's wrong with me? There you go. That's funny how that works, isn't it? It's the magic of... It's really funny how that works, isn't it? Listening to a well, show. Well, this show is trash. See you tomorrow. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. Bradlock says, um, more like you pay out of pocket and they find every loophole not to reimburse you. Exactly yeah. right, Bradlock. Yeah. Insurance is a scam on the whole. All right, real quick, I want to talk about electronic gift giving. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> okay. As a kid, it used to be an amazing thing to get an electronic gift. Uh, basically any any variety you guys remember sega sega Ugh. nintendo sega the first playstation that ever came out the yes. first xbox that ever came yes. out the red you ring know, of death. like yes. the game boy color was amazing like all these cool technology based gifts but now i'm starting to wonder as a parent and i know we've got a bunch of parents who listen to this show and as not. a parent, and I'm not, I'm single and a virgin. You Thank know, we, you. we get it. Yeah, uh -huh, it. right. Uh -huh. I'm a fucking yeah. unit. So like, you are you know, a unit. As parents, are, is electronic gift giving still where it's at? I'm just curious about that. Or are we more trending towards, you know, like a gift card or something? Like, what is the, where is it at now? I think, and I hate to do this, but I think the pandemic has changed what we give as gifts. How do you mean? I mean that, one, the way we get gifts is changed. Everybody uses Amazon now. Right. Well, unless their formula breaks and then, you know, anyway. Stop. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, everybody uses Amazon now. Right. But I don't think, I mean, are we giving video game consoles? I, I mean, clearly we are. I mean, Xbox and you know how many people offer to buy this Xbox for me? On a daily basis. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They're hard to get. But I think now everybody has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the hottest gift for a 20-year-old kid or PlayStation guy? 5? Probably a PlayStation. What's the hottest gift for a 40-year-old guy? Not a PlayStation. Uh, like, it, and I think it's... A home warranty. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Whiteside <laughs> says gift card for your kid. Oh, man, um, dude. <laughs> Cody Strickland says uh, tablets for your kid under 10. Oh. Greasy Hands Auto Sean Butterfield said this is one of the this is one of the shows that doesn't suck. No candy. Whoa. No candy coating. Just facts. Keep it up. Thanks, uh, Butterfield. Facts. We appreciate it. Uh, Brandon Whiteside says get an arcade machine or build one with Raspberry YPA. They can get an old, they can get old school games. I love arcade machines. Yeah, dude. Vibes. James Knight says, "I love to debate most of the time. I look for an opposing view to provide content for you guys. Where my royalties? Where's my royalty check? LOL. Truth. Cody Strickland says, "I might get my daughter a cell phone when she turns nine, only for calling for rides from school activities." So, okay. So, as parents, would it be fun to troll your kid by getting them a flip phone? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. That would be amazing. <laughs> like just and, and you get them the real phone, right? Like you'll get them the iPhone or like you'll have that like in your back pocket. But you, like put under the tree the flip phone and by just the, for like five minutes. Just pretend it's real. By the way, everybody thinks your home warranty comment was funny. It wasn't. That was funny as hell. Jeremy Bolton says best gift for 40 year olds. <laughs> gift card to your local ass vacuum shop. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
Hey, uh, what'd you get for what? What'd you get your dad uh, for Christmas? Oh, I got him a gift card for a Roto Rooter in his ass. A Bajo. <laughs> Man, his Bajo is so Bajo. Um, by the way, Bato. no, no, I'm not doing no, nope. I like this show because it brings Utah, BYU, and San Diego State fans together for no other reason than we all like Jake's dating life. Yep. I'm kind of nervous to meet your girl, by the way. Why? I don't know. Because I want this to go well. It is going to go well. It'll no, go I want well. you and her to go well. It's going well. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. And then we can talk about her behind her back at dinner. <sighs> yeah, it'll be great, you know? By the way, Jake's birthday is Saturday. Yeah. What do you, what are you, what are you filthy animals sending me? I already got you all your gifts. Really? None of them are electronic. Good. None of them. I, although I was going to buy you a MacBook. And happy birthday. Yeah, there you go. $3,500 later. Uh, I have young kids, so toys are still hot. What's the hottest toy, Justin? Yeah, what's what's up with the toy game now? Because I remember as a kid, like, man, there were a lot of toys when I was a kid. Jeez. Brylark says, Jake, that's not trolling. That's being a responsible parent, exactly. <laughs> um, perfect gift for a 40-year-old guy uh, to be invited to be in. And then your comment got filtered. Uh, I watched this show on a flip phone. Chris Carn says, no, you don't. Uh, Cody Strickland says, my kids are four and seven, but next Xmas won't get toys. Some clothes and a Disney World trip or cruise. Ooh. See, I like that Whoa. a lot, dude. I like that a lot. Ooh-hoo. Limited CEO says, Jake has a girl? What? Yeah, dude. Happy birthday. Yeah, he, he has a friend. Now, they're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Not yet. Because we're, we're, we're heading that direction, though. Yeah, we're heading that direction. Settle down. Yeah. Settle down. What if I can I buy you condoms for Christmas? Well, that would be assuming I don't have a stash already that you don't know about. Okay, I don't need to know. Eric DeBerra says, "Did Jake get a girl through text? Not through text, no. No, he only ends them through text. Thank you. You know, they texted. You know, the nine guy says, "I'd love to have an Australian chick." James hooked me up. Yeah. There's hey, a, where's Grocock? This is what we need Grocock for. Yeah, Georgia Page. Ah, uh, on Instagram, dude, Geo Page. Dude. Oh man, she's amazing. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. James Knight says, are you going to bring the Tanner voice out when you meet Jake's not girlfriend? No. Um, hey, hi. Um, uh, hi. Um, uh, I, I'm Monty. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Great. Nice to meet you. Um, okay. Uh, Limit Zio says he FaceTimes her on a flip phone. Yeah. Nokia. Cam Harrison says, I once watched this show on an iPod touch. LOL. I love that. <laughs> you know, I, I am nervous to meet her. Why? Because I, again, I want it to go well. Yeah, but why would that make you nervous? Okay, but I historically have not been the most approving of your. Sure. Of so, your okay, so, right. So you're saying that flavor. you just want it to go the first time. You just want it to go fine. I want it because I I am going to. Uh, so how do I say this? Carefully. As opposed to grilling my potential girlfriend here. I you're don't grill. Do I don't grill your potential girlfriends. Um, I just don't like, I'm very good at reading people. Uh -huh. It's a talent that I have honest to goodness. Right. And I genuinely will say, nah, man, that ain't the one. And you'll be like, fuck, it's been 15 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I, she, this is inaccurate. she ain't the one. And your last girlfriend who you dumped over text mm -hmm. was great for the first two times we met her. Mm -hmm. And then she turned into like, oh, we're going to have field and infield of kids. Right. We're going to have like nine kids. Okay. So what's your point though? What are you what are you getting at? I'm not doing that this time. I am not going to offer an opinion. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, this is great. I hope it goes well for you. Right. Hope it turns out just the way you want. Um you know, like I'm excited. I'm not sure what's worse. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not sure what's worse. You it's know. not that I don't want your opinion. I do want your opinion. I just, you know, like 
I don't know. She so we had a conversation, me and this you know girl, and she says so we're going snowboarding Saturday, right? And this is the first time I've really ever brought somebody snowboarding. She says now we'll see we'll see if she lives up to it. But she says that that she just needs like two or three runs on the green and she'll be good to go for blues. She's got all her own equipment. Like she says, she's good to go. So yeah. we'll see. Listen, if, I, if she comes up clutch, I'm gonna be so impressed. I listen. I just want you to have the girl you like. I want you to be. I want you to be happy and well provided for, and mm-hmm. that's all I care about. Having fun is the name of the game. And when yeah. But when I see that you're not, I'm going to say this is not the one. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. Have I been wrong about any of your girls? No, you haven't been wrong yet. And to your credit, you have not been wrong yet. You have not. You're you're 100%. Your track record is proven. Limit Zio says, Jake, tell us your pickup lines. No. Hey, hey, uh, hey, baby, can I borrow a quarter? Spinal. My mom told me to call her when I fell in love. (laughs) What? Hey, man, do you wash your pants in Windex? Because I can see myself in them. Okay, if you're in a public setting <laughs> and, you're just, and you just have the balls to approach a random person, a random girl, for all you single guys out there, one of the best ones, and this is not mine. I can't claim it. I, I got this one off social media. Oh, God, here we go. But one of the best ones I've ever seen is just walking up to someone and being like, hey, excuse me, and, the, and she's like, yeah, whatever. You know, She you know talks to you. And you're like, hey, I'm lost. And, and she's like, well, what are you looking for? And then you're like, well, your number. And then it just goes <laughs> right into it. And so that, that, like, that one's really good. I like that one. You would use that. Yeah, I would use that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you get right. You skip the whole awkwardness of asking for the number or like you get, see, the thing is, is you just gotta, this is, this is a, this is a, you know, a metrics game, right? This is like, so shoot your shot I as think many that times. Line is, I think that line is, Hey baby, um, you know, uh, I can't find what I'm looking for. Can you help me out? Do you want to set up the meeting? And she'll be like, well, hey, what are you looking for? Your number. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, Jake, I'm getting you a double doink shirt for your birthday. Just make sure you get me a double doink shirt for my 13th birthday. Okay. That's it, Skippy. That feels not good. Um, you know, Greg Hawkins says, Monty desperately wants this chick to be cool because he really wants Jake to get a good one. It's hilarious and wholesome at the same time. You're, you're tasting, you should follow me on Instagram. I'm just saying. Your taste in women is horrendous. Thank you. So that's thank very you. true. Thank um, you. Appreciate that. The Nye guy says the Beavis and Butthead drop is perfect. Yeah, it thank is. you. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, Eric DeVere wants to know if you're a girl who's not a girlfriend, but a friend that's a girl watches the Monty show. Uh, she does not yet, but she knows about it. And I imagine she will at some point. Maury Alvarez says you're just nervous because you don't want to meet Mrs. Monty 2.0. You guys are savages. You should be so lucky. Don't forget to like and subscribe, Cody Strickland. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Uh, Brylark says, Jake will um, Jake will lock this one up easy. Jake is a closer. He's a change guy. I hope you, I hope you are. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty confident in this one. Well, I and you say. have seen the flaws of several of these yeah. floozies. Yeah. Fugazis. You know. Yeah, fugazis. Um, the fakes. Um, yeah. yeah. To your credit. Yeah, I mean, I, I have been, I have been, I had changed, after the last one, I had changed my style a little bit. I had been much more cold-blooded about it. I had been very much, like, um, just not giving anything a chance unless it was, like, good. 
Okay, Greg Hawkins says, Jake is like Danny Ainge. Some love him, some don't, but he's good at what he does. And ask for her Instagram, not her number. It's a pro tip. Yeah. I agree. Good pro tip, yeah. How about you? How about running up and opening the door for the girl, or is that out of style? No, I totally hold the door for Mrs. Monty all the time. All the time. Shiv Everybody says, oh, Chivalry's dead. It's not dead. It's not dead. Eric Devere says, hey, Jake, your pickup line should be, hey, uh, do you listen to the Monty show? I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know. Uh, Limit Zero says, "Limit Zero says, what is uh, Jake's Insta? SLC Supercars. SLC Supercars. That's right. It's easy. Greg Hawkins says, Cody Strickland, that's a no unless you uh, know her already. Um, Wait, what's holding the door is a oh. no. Oh, oh but yeah. I see. See, I don't think that it has to be a no. Like, I think it's, I think, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, like there are those times where, those you times. know, you're walking up and you're, you know, both kind of approaching the, gym. the door. The gym. This is totally a gym Yeah, thing. the gym, Cafe Rio. Hot girl in the in the uh, Amazon workout pants. Yeah. You know, walking up. I'm holding the door, man. <laughs> Come on in, man. Go, no, you go first, ma'am. Go ahead. Go uh, I don't mind. Let me hold the door for you. You go first. <laughs> and then you're like checking it out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm married. I only have eyes. Yeah, I mean, Monty. obviously, you know, but I have to take detailed reports of the, the staff at the gym for Jake. Right. My you know, yeah. I just try to help. Yeah, I know. <laughs> A for effort. Go Hawks. Yeah. You know, uh, you know Hawks. Jake's got the bed muscles to get this done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. I got, I got it. So that's Saturday. So it's Thursday. Yeah. Your birthday Saturday. We're going out to someplace that's really yeah. great i can't remember the name of it did i tell you i'm bringing her to dinner did i tell you that no fuck what do you when did this happen the other day like we when did when did you tell me you guys okay so when did we do the hot tub god help tuesday me. right god god i'm asking please please don't let her get food caught in her front teeth please what should i do if she gets food caught can i point it out hey um i like you but like what's I the, really don't care if you think it's always awkward. No, it's not. Yes, it it's is. It's not going to be. What awkward. happened last time we went to that restaurant with that girl with the last girl you broke up by text? I don't remember. She spilled. She did. Yes. She did. What did she spill? It's awkward going out to dinner. That's all what I'm did saying. She spill? Anyway, that's fine. OK, so you told her. God, <laughs> it's going to be fine. What do you why are you being all because that's all day now. <laughs> that's all day now. Okay, so okay, so what did you talk to her about? She's going to dinner now. Okay, what did she say? You literally said you should invite her to dinner. No, I she then invite. Mrs. Monty said, "Pick up the mic. No, Pick up the mic. Get no. on the show. Let's go. No, let's go." Mrs. Monty's the, 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 the one who said the cavalry you, is here. We book. We booked for four, in case you wanted to invite her for dinner. If you want, don't throw that flag. God damn it. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not the one who said you should invite her to dinner. Yes, you. Okay. Dude, you misremember. You did. Okay. It's going to be fine. I'm sure it will be fine. I'm not worried about you me. You clearly are. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll handle it fine. What, so what did you so say wait, to her? So wait, I just said, hey, I, I literally just said to her, hey, I'd like, you know, I'd like you to come to dinner. It would be fun. It'd be a good time. Okay. And she was like, okay, great. <laughs> Like it wasn't anything. It wasn't some like you know. So now Saturday is like a big deal. Well, it. What does that even mean? A big deal. Well, it's always a big deal the on your birthday. Okay, this is how this stuff plays out. The first ten minutes of you guys meeting her the first time is the big deal portion. That goes well. Everything else is fine. It's okay. all good. Okay. 
Again, right. she claims to be able to ride intermediate terrain, so I think snowboarding is going to be fun. Okay. And then it is what it is. Okay. I mean, the fact it's that not like we're going to be like holding her hand down the slopes yeah. or something. Like it's not going to be all day where we're like sitting there staring at her the whole time. Like, hey, what's yeah. up? Hey, hey, what's up? Hey. Yeah. Like, what's you doing? <laughs> I no, it's not. I, I don't know. You're right. Okay. I'm telling you, there's nothing to be worried about. Here. I have high hopes for this one. She seems to be. She seems to have her shit She's together, legit. which is rare for you. Yeah, I know. You know, like I have terrible taste in women. I you know. usually date the people who are not well to do and not educated and not employed. And okay, good. You know, thank you. Yeah. Uh huh. There's always some issue. This girl doesn't seem to have some issue. No. Nope. She seems to have her stuff together. She does. She does. And you seem to like she her. She makes bread. She's she's you know got her life together like and you seem to like her. i do like her quite a bit yeah. i do i enjoy it a lot okay i i i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm a little nervous that's all because about, about what exactly i'm still trying to understand what exactly you're nervous about i don't know okay i don't know i'm just okay. saying man. i'm okay. gonna i i'm gonna be on my best behavior <laughs> okay okay i'll be on my best behavior okay yeah, sure. Do you yeah, I've been immunized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I have been immunized. Yeah. You know, you know. Okay. She, right. Does she have the vaccine? Yes, she does. Okay. Fully vaccinated. Okay. Yes. Yep. She makes bread. Well, yes. that's the icing on the cake. LOL. Jeremy says yep, she does well. Do y'all see BYU fans rank twenty on the NCAA worst fan base? What do y'all think about that? You know, we don't have time to get into. You know, James Knight says, "Does she flow sports, Jake? Follow sports? I think she means. Is he? Is she a sports fan?" Not like not on a level we are. I mean, she's a casual, I would say. <laughs> a casual. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> There's that term. Brandon White says, says Monty goes from wingman to anchor. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Eric DeVere says, I hope Jake does well. Worst you can do is flop. True. Flop it out. Um, you good, could. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 I don't know. I think it'll be fine. Mrs. Monty will be there. Mrs. Monty does really well with other humans. Mrs. Monty and her the are going to connect. Dude, Mrs. Monty and her are going to hit it off. I can almost assure it. I can guarantee it. That makes him more uncomfortable. Can sure. I watch? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Y'all feel me? Bro. Come on. That's a little funny. Bro. What? No. Okay. No. no. Nope. 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 Not nope. going down that road. Nope. Greg Hawkins says, Monty, don't be nervous, my guy. As long as you're cool, then it's cool. I, and I'm totally cool. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Good icebreaker. Take Tanner. He's got questions. <laughs> Um, guys, guys. Hey, hey, so, um, hey, hey, lady, uh, let me ask you this. Um, are you a BYU fan? That's um, it, Skippy. Pack your <laughs> shit. Let's go. You're out. Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. <sighs> but this girl also likes to pay for herself. Yeah. Are you going to allow her to pay for her dinner? Uh, no. I'm no, not. No. Not a chance. Not she paid for her, she paid for her lift ticket. Like, not a chance in the world. No, but she paid for her lift ticket. Yeah. She likes to pay for things, it seems like. Because she makes money. Okay. Why, yeah, what why, a novel concept. Yeah, why did you why did you why are you dating people who make money? Dude? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I have no know. idea. No All right, idea, cool. Dude. Play the music because we gotta go. Okay. Yeah, good talk. All right. Okay. Uh listen, I'm excited. I'll be fine. It'll be fine. Chances you and this girl get married. No, I'm kidding. Okay, what do you think the chances are? I'm not answering that question. <laughs> I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, also, bring James Knights for his terrible jazz takes, Tanner says. Truth. Truth. Want to see Mrs. Monty in the future? Mrs. Jake make guest appearances on the show, John Mulvaney and Seth. 
The possibility. Uh, Mrs. Monty just gets up a lot later than we do, so sometimes she's here and sometimes she's not. There yeah. you go. I got to work out, Mang. Mang. All right. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, SLC Supercars. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.